Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the two pros and a cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. and We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You got issues, bro. Who does? You. Why do I have issues? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't create them. <laughs> so I don't know why, but you do. What do you mean? You need help. <laughs> One day. Why do I need I'm help? i do an intervention on you, dog. <laughs> You just put your glasses on, okay? <laughs> Did you see Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith and Ed Shaq reenact Skip Bayless? No, did they? <laughs> Last night they reenacted. Oh, how good was it? So good. They reenacted because I was wondering why are Charles Barkley and Shaq both wearing glasses and they were taking uh-huh. so turns. So they were taking them off. That's cold-blooded. Oh, man. Cold-blooded. Oh, but, he got um, his feelings, boy. Who Shannon did? Oh, he got in his feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That happens, you know. It does happen. <laughs> Apparently that happens. Uh, all right. So uh, here's the uh, the topic of conversation. So the Indianapolis Colts are not a very good football team. Um, thankfully, they opened up with the Raiders during the Jeff Saturday area, and they got a win 
Uh, you know, I mean, Berto's nowhere to be found on social media, so I don't know his thoughts on that because we haven't been able to catch him um, for a couple of months at least, and he's not coming back until Dave Roberts is fired. Uh, so the Indianapolis Colts are not a very good football team, and Jeff Saturday was a controversial hire, and you would wonder, all right, so what's the plan moving forward there in Indianapolis? Well, as far as Jeff Saturday goes, he'd like to stick around long term. Here was the current Colts head coach. I mean, I've, I've loved this. I've, I've had a great time. I love the unity in the locker room. I love the staff and working with guys and the and the strategy that goes in with this. Um, and so, you know, again, this has been this has been a lot of fun. Uh, again, W's make things a lot more fun, but that's what we got to get to. You're gonna plan on interviewing for absolutely. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I plan on interviewing as long as they you know give me the interview. I'm 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 in. For, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, but but yeah, no. I'm I, I enjoy the heck out of this and have had a lot of fun doing it. And again, I'm not just at all. I know I have a vision of what this could look like in the future, uh, plan to work that way. And, and that's what I do every day is work towards that goal, understanding what that looks like. All right. So if he interviews for the job and they go through the the technicalities of all this and, and you know, they got to you know dot the I's and cross all the T's, is he really not going to get the job even after interviewing? Like, is Jim Irsay really going to, you know, take all the heat and the criticism he's gotten only to ultimately turn around and not hire him based on six or seven games or whatever it was that he stepped in in this moment? It feels like the job is his if he wants it. And if he wants it, that's going to be your head coach next year. So you don't think anything that transpires this season matters? Not really. I I think Jim Irsay is is dead set on wanting to prove that this is going to work. Then why would you even entertain the idea of talking to Jim Harbaugh? I, why I th- would that report even come out? I don't know. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't like okay. that's why, look, I, I don't know why the report came out. I didn't I didn't well, I, I, come I don't up know with why. the report. Yeah. I okay, didn't. so the theory should be then clearly he hired him. It's <laughs> hasn't gone exactly how he probably had hoped. And if things continue to deteriorate I would think that you're going to look for a candidate that might bring some more juice, different perspective you feel better about. Like, I don't think you there's reports that you're trying to talk to or, you know, gauge the interest of Jim Harbaugh unless you're going to move on from Jeff Saturday. So it's, it's not like that came out of nowhere. Like I was there for for a couple of days and that was a strong, strong, you know, report that was circulating. And rightfully so. Jim Harbaugh did a, has done a good job during his time in the NFL. He did a good job you know, at Michigan building this thing back up now. And, and so I, I think it's fair. And I think if, if Jim Ursay is entertaining that, why wouldn't you start enter, entertaining other candidates who might be willing to want to take on this job, and especially working for him, you know, considering how crazy that might be. So <sighs> I, I, I can see how it could go both ways. I, I, don't, I don't think that you expect a guy coming in under the circumstances that that Jeff Saturday came in under would have a tremendous amount of success, no matter what their level of experience um, would be at that point in time. Uh, I also think that if you're wanting your team to have a a real opportunity to to have success, that you're going to measure and weigh out the interviewing process of candidates that are out there, and especially if if you can get Harbaugh interested in and in wanting to come. I mean, the, there's a connection there to to the franchise, to the organization. There's a familiarity there. Um, I, I just I don't see why you wouldn't 
want to weigh out what your options are that could possibly you know, be a decision that, that makes a difference for your franchise moving forward. Are you going to be more excited about Harbaugh leading your team going into to the next season, or are you going to be more excited about Jeff Saturday? And, and and that just is what it is because, well, Harbaugh has a resume that isn't comparable to Jeff Saturday's resume. So, But with that being said, Jeff Saturday was hired for a reason. And while no one will be able to really, really fully pinpoint the reasons why uh, they hired him and why Ursay hired him the way that he did. I mean, we could speculate and say, oh, it's his drinking buddy or this, that, and the other. But, uh, you know, there's a reason why Ursay felt confident going outside the parameters because you don't really see that. When you let a coach go, you generally promote a guy from within to – to be the the interim head coach, and, and he didn't do that. For that reason and that reason alone, the uniqueness of how he was hired, just Saturday that is, that would give me a moment of pause to say maybe he does believe in what Jeff Saturday's abilities are. I mean, clearly he believes in what his, his abilities are. And is he willing to overlook the shortcomings of this season and him getting acclimated to being a head coach during the rest of this season in order for him to have a fair opportunity at success the following year. And that would be my reasoning for thinking that there's a possibility that if he interviews for the job, he could get it. I wouldn't be surprised. I'll say that. I would not be shocked. Do you think it's more likely Jim Harbaugh is the coach next year or Jeff Saturday in Indianapolis? More likely? Yeah. I'll I'll take it and give it the cue next. I, I think it's more likely for for Saturday than it would be for Harbaugh. I do too. Well, yeah, between those two, no doubt. I, I, and I'm not saying that Harbaugh is going to take the Indianapolis job. Don't misconstrue what I'm saying. I'm saying if Jim Irsay is already looking for other potential head coaches, then he's not probably liking what he's seeing. Like, there's if Jeff Saturday is your guy, you don't need to look elsewhere, right? Like yeah. There's no need to have wandering eyes elsewhere if you feel like he's the guy. You've got him inside your building. He, he's basically he's the interim head coach. You get to see firsthand how things are going to build, how he's going to operate. You're, you're witnessing it right now. If you like what you're seeing so much, you wouldn't be looking elsewhere. You wouldn't be having those, those casual conversations or those secret conversations and, and trying to see if there's interest elsewhere. It, so that's all I'm pointing out is there's no, there's no reason to think that Jim Irsay is sold on Jeff Saturday if he's already trying to talk to another former Colts player in Jim Harbaugh. It's kind of odd that when you mention all the guys on the staff that were there that had previous experience, that it's still like the, the more I think about it, the more it's it, not that it's insane because it's Jim Irsay. I mean, you know, he's impulsive. He does things differently. He says things differently. He's got a, you know, he's got a, a band, a cover band, and he hangs out and leans on trees and all that stuff. But just the idea that you've got, you're, you're trying to finish out a season strong. And instead of turning to, all of these veteran coaches you have on your staff that could clearly just step in that have head coaching experience in the NFL. And he just decides now I'm going to hire that guy who's an analyst at ESPN. (laughs) The whole thing is just odd to me. And it just feels like if you're going to go that outside of the box, you clearly 
are committed to this and the way he celebrated after they won that game in Las Vegas and, and him, you know, going to Twitter and, you know, taking shots and sideswiping people and making comments. It just feels like he really, really wants this to work. And I'm just wondering, what would it take this season for Jeff Saturday to have no shot at getting this job? Because I don't know that it's losses. I think if Jeff Saturday really wants it and Jim Harbaugh is not available, I think Jeff Saturday is going to get the job. I think Jim Harbaugh is... It would be the 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 guy at the top of the list, and if not him, I think Ursay trusts what he has in Saturday and his knowledge of the organization. Uh, I mean, the head coach is the CEO of the football team. I mean, that's really what they are. They run the team. They have to make sure they have the right people in place that they can delegate what the duties are of what what's going to happen. If he's showing the proper proper leadership skills in terms of how he's delegating how he's managing what's going on with the affairs of the team, both on the field and off of it, um, then there would be no reason to judge him off of anything else other than that. Like, how is he organized on the sideline? You know, how how are guys responding to him? What's the structure look like? Does this have the 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 structure of success? And and does he bring again a respect and a a culture where they can have an opportunity to have success? I think that that's what he's going to be measured on. Not I don't think it's going to necessarily be wins and losses. Wins and losses can help, but you can also find reasons as to why they would win in spite of, right? You can find reasons as to why they would be losing, and I mean they were losing before he got there, so. I just think that they're going to the the measurement of Jeff Saturday would probably be based upon those elements that you know I, I specified versus it just being based off of him winning and losing. All right, they got four wins. They're coming off the bye this week, but they got four wins. They have to go to Minnesota. Uh, yeah. They're obviously an underdog in that one. Yeah, they got to play the Chargers at home uh-huh. at New York <laughs> versus Houston. Yeah, the last two could be some wins, maybe. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. I mean, off the bye, I don't know. I mean, Minnesota didn't look great last week. You know, Detroit. They did not out. look good. But, you know, Detroit looked good. Maybe Detroit just was looked that good. You know, maybe it wasn't yeah. Minnesota was that bad. I mean, the real question here, and this is the most important question that needs to be asked Uh-oh. right here. Okay. Will Dan Arlovsky have to interview for the job? Of offensive coordinator. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, he clearly has thrown his name in, in the hat as somebody who would be open and interested in working with Jeff Saturday. Uh, either that or maybe it's a negotiating tactic. That could who be knows? The, the, the deciding factor of bringing him back is if you could get Dan Orlowski to come out of the. <laughs> you imagine if Jeff Saturday said that. I, yeah. I'm only taking this job if Dan Orlowski could be my offensive coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes all the sense in the world. So, so there it is. Uh, that's a breakdown of your Colts head coaching search here as we head into the offseason. Uh, by the way, what do you think? And so you're looking at those final games. Do you think they're going to get one of those? Cause I, I think they'll get definitely one. I mean, Houston's awful. <laughs> um, I, I, and look, it, it, is, it is what it is. I mean, they're, they're, they're grabbing at straws right now. The whole two-quarterback system last week, <laughs> what the hell Come that on, was. It's fun. I, I, it, it's fun. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's not entertaining to see and, and try to spice things up there, the Houston offense, okay? But it, it's unfortunately not 
overly effective. Um, I just I don't have much faith in them. It, it, it reminds me of that story you told me about Lovey Smith's handling of quarterbacks when he was oh, at the Bears. Oh yeah, do you remember that story? How yeah. he you know he couldn't decide between Rex Grossman <laughs> and Cal Orton. So Lavar, get this, he would just flip a coin. Yeah, and that's how he decide game. who was. Yeah, that's who, who was going to start a certain preseason. Well, I, I, I'm not sure why you were telling your story. It's it's my story, right? Well, yeah, uh, no, I just like I wasn't sure if like you recalled it, but I remember I mean, it's, it's you, my story. They're my Chicago Bears. <laughs> you, right? you, you, oh. Like I just remember you telling me that story on the air oh, wow. over flip and over a again. Coin. Yeah, I just yeah, flip a coin. It's yeah. it's the worst story that's ever been told. Purdue Bob and one Florida huh? for years. <laughs> SEC and Big Ten. <laughs> that was the ongoing. Which, by the way, there's uh, if not to get off on a complete tangent, <laughs> but Lavar will appreciate this. So apparently, there are more All Americans out of the Big Ten this year than there were out of the SEC, oh. and there were some some folks who you know just wanted to make sure that it was known that like not only does the Big Ten have more All Americans, they have more teams in the playoff. A lot of a lot of a lot of things being thrown around between those two conferences right now, especially oh. after the lucrative TV deal, when now the Big Ten's getting paid more. They have the most watched game. Who's throwing that around? Michigan. It's just a lot of folks out there on social media, oh. and I have to notice. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I mean, you can't argue with the fact that the Big Ten's been more entertaining and had better games the past couple of years. I don't even think that's arguable. Like, no. it, it, like the SEC, I mean, it's I love the, the SEC. the best team is always at SEC. Well, one of two teams. Yeah. It's been Alabama or Georgia. Yeah. I mean, that, that's really been it. Yeah, and you could say you could say that you know in other conferences they're all top heavy. There's like your elites, and there's kind of everyone else, and then there's like that bottom feeder. But um, look, parity has come with the transfer portal. It's given more teams the chance to get quarterbacks who can come in right away and help make your team more competitive. I think we've seen that. We've got sixty some that are in the portal right now, and I haven't kept track after all that already happened. And, and by the way, the window in the portal isn't even open yet. So think about that. Like you're, you're still going to see more enter as they try to kind of jockey and find a new opportunity. It closes what, like on the 19th or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, it's it's. I've I was educated thoroughly on recruitment and the portal and and how this is all working yesterday with, with um my guy Randy Taylor who is a freaking recruiting guru. Um, for national preps, but he, you know, he was on with um, Brandon. It's it's actually um, January eighteenth, eighteenth. I believe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's it's a it's a it is fascinating where recruiting the evolution of recruiting. When I heard what I was hearing during that interview, I yeah. was I want to say I was mortified because I was I was mortified, um, but it was also intriguing as to what now is the course of action to move forward in in the recruiting wars and it is a war now it, it, well, if it you is. thought it was a war before it is a war now a war yeah yeah all caps you know what's gonna be crazy though is when uh, and i was thinking about this when we were talking about expansion because expansion's coming it's great for college football we get 12 teams in I'll be really curious to see how all that you know ends up working out. But um, with that, I just said that the windows January 18th, I, I believe, is when it, it, it concludes. I think the national championship game is scheduled for like January 18th, 19th. It's like it, it's like that final day, which to me is really interesting because you could be a kid who's been a contributor on a team now playing for the national championship. Yeah, you feel like you don't have a shot the next season if a guy's coming back and you want to go somewhere else. 
Like all those conversations. I mean, you'd have to make that decision while all this is going on, while the playoff is going on. You can win the quarterfinal January or maybe you don't 9th. have one. January 9th. That's, that's this year, Jonas. So once they expand, it'll be back even further. And so basically what you're saying so it'll is be, that- it'll be 10 days after that point. So- and the only reason I know this, I'm a part of the Orange Bowl committee. So these are some of the discussions. And it's not, it's not written stone yet, but that's the timing of when they're looking at having it. So you can win a national title or play in a national title game and then, and then announce the, the next morning you're going to another school or getting in the portal. You just got to make sure it's within the window. If, if the window, like what, you get like one Jeez. day. But, but that's how a lot of, well- you know, you're funny as hell. Birdo, unbelievable. But but you, you got to think that some of these guys are going to try to get um, um, bowl, game, bowl game film. You know, some guys are opting out. Some guys have already decided to enter the portal yeah. and aren't, aren't even going to play. So there's going to be a guy that gets an opportunity to get onto the field. They're, you know, guys are going to leverage bowl games as well to be able to try to get to that next school it, it also. So that, it, not to mention, if you can play for a national title, yeah, <laughs> like I'm not going to enter the transfer portal before I get an opportunity to to sit and watch this national title and maybe possibly get a ring to go along with it. I mean, why leave? Why leave now? Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. All right, it's so coming up next. Somebody in the NFL is explaining their side of a story that was a major topic of conversation during the offseason. You'll hear from them next here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up, we'll call it about 20 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. We are going to hand out our awards, our midweek awards, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So make sure you stick around for that. It's been a couple of weeks since we've all three done these, you know, handing out these awards. So people are very excited. Well, you've just been doing a solo, is that what you're saying? But yeah, you know, a little JKS last week. <laughs> the Joel Klatt show? Yeah, I love Listen, Joel Klatt. Let me tell you Joel's something. Joel's great. All right. you, can like criticize, you can criticize my gambling, my calves, my dumb tattoos, and my bad takes. What about JKS? Yeah. Hmm. JKS is the, I'm That's the original JKS. Oh, wow. Huh. Tell Joel I said that. Huh. Here comes some, some witty. Okay. Here comes a witty comeback. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> we'll hit you with the huh. <laughs> no, go. I'm, I'm going to let it go. Yeah. I, I don't like airing out Jonas completely on air. Yeah. Oh, okay. By the way, did oh. I tell you guys what time it was? Oh, no. It's time to stop treating your groins like junk. Okay. Introducing the Gillette Intimate Pubic Hair Trimmer. Okay. It's a gentle and easy shave from America's number one trusted men's grooming brand. Yep. Show your pubic region some respect. With Gillette Intimate, it's the best a man can get. Still a little off, man. Um, yep. <clears throat> I think if you just keep it all the same, you'll be all right. No. But when Change you hit that little, little softness right there, it's just it makes weird. it a little awkward. Change it up man. a little bit. You don't know what's coming. Leave it alone. Leave that alone. Uh, All right. So Tyreek Hill was on with uh, Club Shay Shay with Shannon Sharp. His, uh, uh, I mean, all of a sudden, Shay Shay is, is like a hot topic. Like every, everything's connected to Shannon. All right. You got anything you want to say about that? Well, about what? About the Shannon Sharp topic? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Anything? Not, not that anybody else hasn't already said. I mean, <laughs> there's no real hot topic there. I mean, people have done entire shows about it. I mean, they sure have. No, there's no real hot take. And columns. I don't feel <laughs> like there's a real hot take there. It's given a lot of people a lot of uh, a lot of material. But um, Tyreek Hill was on with uh, Club Shay Shay, and he talked about part of the reason and sort of his explanation and wanting to leave Kansas City and why he's now a Miami Dolphin, and here's how it sounded. And it would be some games where, like, I get two targets. I get three targets and we'll go into meetings and my coach will be like, hey, we, we got to get you involved. We got to get you involved. And I'm like, nah, y'all need to get me involved yesterday. Don't tell me about it today. Exactly. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you know how to, like, you know I the do. feeling. So I'm calling my agent every week after they say some, some crazy stuff like that. Like, bro, I got to get out of here. 
So apparently it was about targets. He also went on to point out that he's making a lot of money living in Florida and pointed out that basically his house is free because of the no state tax and all that that comes along with it. And basically the, his house is free. Yeah. Well, I mean, you not really. You pay property tax. But in comparison to what he was making in Kansas City, and I played for the Chiefs, trust me, um, you're based in the state of Missouri. You get taxed pretty heavily there. Um, yeah, he, he probably is looking at the, the tax savings from the state income tax, that portion, at least saying it's paying for his house. Yeah. Like the, the target stuff. Dude, he, he was targeted almost 160 times last year. Like the- yeah, but I actually did the math on that since, um, since Mahomes has taken over as starter. Kelsey has been the most targeted receiver of anyone on the team every single year. And, and Hill's been second to that. And, and that's not just even like aggregate you know, that's, or total. That, that's just even a per-game average. So um, I, I could see where he'd be saying, like, look, in Miami, there's no doubt he's going to be the number one most targeted receiver. It's not even debatable. In Kansas City, while he was there, it, it was Travis Kelsey. And I'll be honest with you, from some people I spoke to about who you try to take away between the two, if, you're, if you had to pick one, most said Kelsey. Most said they felt like he was kind of the straw that stirs the drink, if you will. So take that for what it's worth, I guess. I would have no problem being that guy if you have a guy like that on your team and Travis Kelsey. But for what it's worth, I know a lot of receivers. I do a radio show on the weekends with two dominant dudes. What show is that again? They're different people, man. Uh, It's called the JKS. No, no, it's up on game. Oh. oh, Damn right. Every Saturday. Um, You'll never meet a great receiver or a receiver that is really, really worth anything that doesn't want the ball more. You'll never meet one. I've never met one where it's like, oh, I'm okay with what I get. I've just never really. I mean, I've met quiet guys like Andre, uh, um, um, you know, yeah, Andre Johnson. Like he's uh, quiet. You know, you, you'll meet some quiet guys, but you won't. You won't necessarily meet a dude that's like, why are you not giving me the ball? Like, I need the ball in my hands. Like, that's how receivers, that's that's how they are. They're wired that way. Receivers and corners are, they're different people. They're just different different organisms from the rest of, of the, the, you know, whatever the rest of it is. Different organisms. Yeah, they're a different organism. <laughs> yeah. Completely different personality. Com- completely different from everything else going on in the ecosystem. You've never met one wide receiver that was humble and like I'm just I didn't say they're it. not humble. That's that's see that's that's you don't want I don't want you to mis you know misinterpret what I'm saying. It's not that they're not humble. I just don't think that I've ever met a, a receiver that was okay with the amount of balls that they get. Yeah, dude, I'll be honest with you. Look, they're always open. You know, There's they always, they always want the ball. It's, it's, someone's always holding. Someone's always a PI. And, and, and I try to be understanding of that position because if you think about it, like they could do everything right the entire game doing their job, right? Like running the right route, you know, and, and, and getting in position and all that. And they could still not get the football. Like it can be probably a really infuriating process for a wide receiver. Because they could do everything right and still not really have much of an impact. Um, and, and on the flip side, you know, as an offensive lineman, if you do everything right, you know, you're going to have a huge impact. You just might not be, you know, noticed for it, right? Like the wide receiver could do everything wrong, but happen to fall into catching a ball that scores a touchdown, and, and they get all the credit for it. 
So it's just a, a very you know different type of position and mindset that I think most of those guys have. Uh, but I've never met – I should say never met. Like I feel like um, Maurice Stovall, who was one of my wide receivers in college, was one of my more like favorite personalities. Just like never really complained. Always was like, "Hey, you know, what, what are you saying? Or what am I like?" Just very, very uh, good, a good communicator, and try to see the same things. And, and, and look, I'm not saying that guys who want the ball it's a bad thing. It's a, it's great. You know, everyone wants the ball. They just have to have an understanding of, of how it all works, you know, in the grand scheme of it all. So, I, I look, I mean, I, I would add that sentiment. Uh, every receiver wants more targets, wants more opportunity. And, and look, Tyreek Hill's got a point. I mean, I, look, I, I don't know if his speed will ever run out, if there'll ever come a time where, like, yeah, he doesn't have the same burst he used to have. Because if that happens, it, it completely changes who he is as a player, right? Like, he scares the life out of everyone because of how fast he is and what he can do. It's not because he's like Calvin Johnson. He's six foot six. And he's got this huge catch radius. Where even if Calvin lost his speed, he could still dunk on dudes. You know, you yeah. can throw it to him. He's a possession receiver. Throw it up in the red zone. Like that's not going to be Tyreek Hill if he loses his speed. He's tiny. So uh, I can see why he's trying to maximize this window of opportunity. And and he got to Miami. It seems to be kind of greener pastures for him. I heard a story that Marvin Harrison. So Marvin Harrison and Peyton Manning are like maybe one of the great quarterback wide receiver duos of all time. Like they might even be the greatest of all time. And I heard from somebody that Marvin Harrison would be catching passes before games and say, you know, this is about the only time I can get the ball thrown to me. Like even make comments. That's Marvin Harrison, who who always got targets and always got the ball thrown to him, but even then still thought he should be getting more. <laughs> ask Jerry Rice, did he get enough balls? <laughs> ask him. Like, you just ask these dudes. Like, receivers are different, man. I'm just telling you, they're just wired differently. Just wired differently. Like, they feel like their level of importance to the game is more important than everybody else's. Like, hands down. You want to win the game? Give me the ball. All right. Who was the most – I'm trying to think of the right word. Not – Not selfless. But who oh, was – selfless. Who was the most team first, me second wide receiver you ever played with? Team first, me. Joe Jervicious. Well, Are you asking me or are you asking LaFarge? Anybody. Uh, Come on. Yeah, no, I mean, I just said Maurice Stovall in college. Yeah, you did um, say Maurice Stovall. I would say in the NFL, I'd have to think through it for a while. Because it's harder at that point in their career. Because even, even some guys who try to play off like they're you know, team first and you know, they'll do whatever it takes on that. But they, but they really want the ball. Mike you know? Furry. <laughs> Mike Furry. Yeah, but like even Mike, Mike won the ball. Like, come on. Mike caught almost 100 passes, whatever it was in Detroit the one year. You don't yep. think he wanted to experience that you again? Got, but you got to qualify it, right? Like if yeah. you're a one, if you're like a one, like you're a main, main guy. I don't know any. If you're a one, I don't know any. I really don't. Like, I yeah. said, just what first came to mind was James Thrash came to mind. Like, one of the most selfless people. One Great of, name. Yeah, well, he's one of the dopest dudes you'll meet. Just a really, really good dude. But you know what? He's not a one. Like, if I'm thinking about a one and I start going through the names, it's like they all want the ball. Yeah. They all want the ball. I, I remember one guy in particular we brought in in Cleveland um, in, in 2007, my rookie year, and it was uh, Tim Carter. 
He was super, super I fast. I track. I played with Tim in New York. That's right. New good York, dude. With you guys. Good dude. Great good guy. Dude. Yeah. And, and he was one where, you know, we probably could have gotten him some more targets. He was super fast. Um, I think he had a track background. But a lot of times, like, he'd be running routes that was, like, kind of a clear-out route for whoever was, like, coming in on a deep dig behind him or somewhere else. And he'd never complain. And and sometimes when you get guys who get that that specific – job request you know hey you're running for the love of the game i mean you're not part of the progression but we need you to run your absolute best and so you can scare and get that safety out of there or or remove a guy from being in this space to open up for someone else he did it every single time like there was never a time where you looked out and you're like man tim's not running as hard as he should be like he was he was an awesome selfless dude like that and and at least i didn't hear him complaining much about it but and he only in um, that year he was only targeted twenty two times. I remember that year in Cleveland. He had eight yeah. catches that year in Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, Carter, role players are role that. players. You're, when you have role players, that's you want to have a gracious role player. Like, but if you're a one, the yeah. ones ain't they they not playing that game. You know, I'm not running <laughs> nobody off no twenty times this game. Yeah. You crazy? Look at me. Uh, like, like, did you see the way Mike Evans was was chir- chirping at Tom Brady? That's Tom Brady. Like, he wasn't happy. Like most people, like people think that quarterbacks are divas. Quarter quarterbacks are quarterbacks. That's how we we look at quarterbacks. Their quarterbacks are the quarterbacks. Like that's what they are. The divas are the receivers and the corners. Those are the divas. Think about it. Who's the biggest diva in coaching right now? Think about it. What's the first name that comes to mind? Okay. Yeah. What position? Yeah. All right. Corner. You know what I mean? Like, the biggest divas are receivers and corners because they know there's no there's no help. It's just them. It's just them. I don't rely on anyone else other than quarterback, put the ball where I can get it. That's it. I don't need you to be accurate. Just put it where I can get it and throw it to me. <laughs> but they feel like corners and, and receivers feel like – it's that is it. Like we have no help. There's nothing there. What we do is what we do. It's on an island. Da da da. Boom boom boom. This is us. It's our game. <laughs> the yeah. the ones. It's our game. We're gonna win or lose because of what I do today. And, and I can't say that they're wrong. Two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Our midweek awards right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler Lavar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up on Game. What is Up on Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler TJ Hushmanzada and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game, we're going to be sharing our real life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, Lavar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up top of next hour, well, a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios, we are going to have a discussion about one city in the country and multiple stories involving NFL teams. All right, so stick around for that. It's yours a little over 10 minutes from now. Before we get to our midweek awards, the good, the bad, and the ugly, want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. There are some good things that happen, and there's some bad, and then there's some downright ugly things. It's time for Good, Bad, and Ugly. All right, lead the lap. the hell do we got? As we do each and every Wednesday, we start with the good, and Jonas, you have the good this week. All right, here's the good. It's Christmas season. It's the holiday season. We got lights up. It's cold, even out here in Southern California. 
Lavar and I were talking about it. Just mm. like there's a, there's just a bite in the air. It's like temps oh, in the okay. 30s. Temps in the wow. 30s, Brady. 30s. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's cold. You guys gonna survive Horrible. out there? They were oh, good. It's tough, man. Your candy asses out there? I had frost. I had the deep frost. Yeah. Yeah. Basket. So we've got all, all that happening, and you've got all these, uh, you know, fun events, holiday parties, and then I realize, oh God, it's bowl season too. Bowl season starts this week. We got multiple NFL games coming up on Saturday. It's wall-to-wall football, holiday shopping, booze, good food, family, you name it. Tis the season. That's my good for the week. Okay. Wow. Can't have good without the bad. Brady, what was bad this week? Well, look, the Houston Texans are bad. We know that. I mean, I'm not going to dive into that, though, right? Because everyone already knows it. I could list some some other things off, too. Obviously, um, you know, it's it's sad. Bad, or the bad would be seeing a, a coach like Mike Leach pass who's had such an impact on the game of football. I'm actually going to piggyback on Jonas here, though, because what's bad about bowl season is the bad takes by people like, there's too many bowls. God. We've got too many bowl games out there. Hey, guess what? Once once we get to February, March, and April, you're going to miss those bowl games, Bingo. especially if you degenerate gamblers who don't have anything to gamble on <laughs> while, while you're taking a peek. Uh, at the TV screen up from your phone for yeah. gifts on Amazon, okay? Yeah. The reality is, for a lot of these players, 98% of them, I'll say, this is the last football they'll ever play. This is the last opportunity they get. You know, the Bulls do a good job of trying to make it a fun experience for those athletes, trying to make sure it's a memorable experience to get sweet swag, gifts, etc. So stop ragging on the Bulls, okay? The reality is, it is a reward. You know, playing football is a reward to a lot of these guys who aren't moving on to play in the NFL. So stop with this tired, lazy, bad take and complaining about bowl games, you losers. Yeah! Oh, wow. Yeah! Sorry. Get him a body bag. Yeah. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah. Put him in a body bag. God, these people, these people complain. I, 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 I never understand. Like, did we not go through a pandemic where there was nothing going on and still people bitch about it? Yeah. Ridiculous. Guys, from bad to worse, LeVar, what was ugly this week? I mean, ugly was becoming a four-win team out of 13 games. And losing your quarterback three plays into the game. That was pretty ugly, man. And I don't know what this means for Kyler Murray, Calamari. I don't I don't know what it means other than the fact that he will get an opportunity to play his video games a whole lot more than what he did. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, while he's recovering, but I just don't know what this means for Arizona. And I just feel like they're right up there with ugliest seasons for for a team that had much higher uh, expectations for coming in. That's yeah. my ugly, man. I mean, it's been pretty you, you're ugly. You're GLY. You yeah. ain't got no alibi. They ugly. got no alibi. That's how you describe it. Yeah. That's how you describe it. You ain't got yeah. no alibi. You ugly. You what? Ugly. What? Hey, you you ugly. ugly. Uh-huh. You don't know nothing about that. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, come what on. Movie? What movie? What uh, movie? That movie? <sighs> So of course he's. I mean, yeah, of course this. it's Wildcats. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, yeah, why would I? For a why, bit, why, so yeah, why would I? Why would I not know Wildcats? There is? you go. Is that the one with uh, Goldie Hawn? Come on, man. Yeah, I knew you knew it. Oh, God, what's my favorite part of that movie where he punches the guy and he goes, no charge. <laughs> Goldie Hawn's still hot, right? <laughs> that big house. That was house that. Yeah. Is he still kind of hot, Goldie Hawn? 
Uh, um, Lavar? <laughs> I'm really going to do this. Sure. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.